welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Hello, everybody, and welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer. As always, super excited to be here with you today. And I have another great guest. Y'all know I'd be bringing on the best. I have another great guest today, and her name is Adrian Earls of Adrian's Avenue. Adrian Earls is the author of 21 Days of Abundance, Affirmations, and Increase, A 21-Day Journey, is a wealth builder and money strategist. She has more than 30 years managerial experience in corporate America. She is a realtor and holds a chartered financial consultant designation. Adrian owns and operates four small businesses related to real estate and education. Welcome to the show, Adrian. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Always a pleasure to connect with you. Um, you guys, I know Adrian. We know each other from Periscope days. I know I talk about Periscope a lot. And I, I do that because it was just such a big part of our lives for many years. We, we probably Periscoped. It was a live app where you could just go live and talk about whatever it was that was your, your platform. And Adrian talked about money. And I learned so much from her. <laughs> <laughs> I learned so much from you and I just, I respect how you respect money. And I, you know, I remember listening to you and deciding that I was going to get out of debt because I knew you were out of debt. And I, I, you know, as I started moving through life, I started asking myself when I was going to make maybe like a purchase that I didn't need, I'd be like, what would Adrian do? (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) What would Adrian do? Adrian would not buy this. Because Adrian has goals that she's trying to reach and Carla has goals that she's trying to reach, which is financial freedom. And so I wouldn't get it. Sometimes I would. Now, it took me longer than I, I wanted because I, I didn't have quite the discipline that I needed. But I finally got out of debt and I, I owe a lot of that to you. And I was like, I got to bring her in to talk to my people, <laughs> you know, my GYSB community, because I just know you have a lot to offer. So I was reading this article in Money Fit and it, you know, was like, what is financial freedom and the road to getting there? And it said that financial freedom means having enough savings, a diversified financial portfolio and liquid readily available cash on hand to afford the kind of life that we desire for ourselves and for our families. It means growing savings that enable us to retire or pursue the career or in our case, entrepreneurship, that we want 
without being driven by earning a set salary each year or waiting for your check every other week, right? Financial freedom means that our money is working for us rather than the other way around. And I know that you do this well. And I know that you were on your way to retiring and you've done that. You retired at 58. Um, what passive income opportunities did you take advantage of as you were preparing for a retirement? For uh, for retirement, I well, when I first started at the company that I worked with, um, basically, I always wanted to have choices. That was my first thing is like, I want to have choices. I decided I chose to work there, go interview and work there. And I wanted to be able to choose when I left. I didn't okay. want anybody to tell me you got to be 65 years old, 67 years old before you step out. So I always wanted to have choices. So uh, that was uh, a main thing. But um, as far as the passive income, I did invest in the 401k. Mm-hmm. And I would say to anybody, if you have that available to you, I know there's different opinions on this, but it, it, it'll make you discipline because mm-hmm. you the money somewhere. And if you don't do it and say, oh, I'll invest in the stock market outside myself, it's probably not going to happen. And um, I was I was told a long time ago when I was first coming out of college and got the job, um, this man told me um, he was an older man and he said, you want to to uh, invest in the 401k. He goes, whatever you have, go ahead and start putting it in there. And, you know, mm-hmm. when you're fresh out of college, you want to buy cars, you want to buy clothes, you know, you're, yeah. you're going from broke to having an income. So you want to <laughs> spend the money. Right. But I took his advice. I started with a little. And when that little started to grow and grow and grow, I'm like, wow, you know, this <laughs> you is like the- seeing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and, and Carla, the thing is, nowadays, people my age, they don't have the kind of, uh, uh, money that I, I was able to stack up because they weren't disciplined and did it, you know, every, either every year or they delayed doing it. So uh, I would say in whatever situation you're in, you want to take advantage of uh, opportunities such as the uh, the 401k. And if you're interested in stock, uh, not necessarily trading, because I do not trade, but I do okay. invest in the stock market. Okay. And so, you, when you say invest in the stock market, you mean picking like stocks that you're going to hold for a long term? Exactly. Mutual funds or stocks uh, that I'm going to hold for, you know, seven to 10 years. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's uh, that those two things are the things that um, help me, um, you know, as far as my passive income is concerned. And also, while I was working, I did get involved with uh, investment properties. <laughs> that yes. was another thing I did. And um, I love cash flow. Okay. 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 Did I say I love cash flow? You did. You said it. Say it a little bit louder for the people. Okay. Like that. <laughs> I love cash flow. Okay. <laughs> so uh, at the beginning of the month, to have several checks coming in uh, is a good thing. And so uh, if if cash is is king, I always say it's cash flow is kingdom. So I like the money coming in every month. Uh, and yes. I, one of my properties I do manage myself and the other one I have uh, someone manage it for me. So it may take uh, a little bit. It's not totally passive, but, you know, for the uh, for what I do for that property on a monthly basis, you know, I probably go see it and do something to it maybe once, maybe twice a year. And that's, oh. and that's it. Well, that's not bad. Oh, it's not bad at all. No, I have a great tenant in it. And, you know, since it is my property, if something goes wrong, um, I will take care of it. You know, it's it's not even an issue. I will take care of it. And she knows I will. So 
Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not a every month thing. It's what I look at is to make sure that check comes into, <laughs> into my account every month. Other than that, I don't do a lot as far as uh, going and seeing the property or having uh, any major repairs on it. Mm -hmm. And how many properties do you have or do you not share? No, I, I will. I have one here in Texas and then I have one out of state. Okay. Uh, the okay. one out of state is two doors. It is a duplex. And so all, uh, so I'm getting three checks from my properties right now. I am looking for more properties in the state of Texas because I want to be able to go yeah, and see them. And, you know, uh, if, if it's something that needs fixing up, I want to be able to, to go there and and, you know, keep an eye out on that. Yeah, I, I'll give I'll give you more credit. <laughs> so I was also listening to Adrienne when she was on Periscope talking about real estate. So she was talking about financial freedom and she was talking about real estate. And during the pandemic, I was able to purchase an investment property in out of state in Oklahoma because Adrian and I had talked about that too. And I got um, a property manager. I, I purchased a home with my mom and my sister. We did an LLC, the Palmer Investment Group. And we, we purchased a home and it was my first purchase. Of course, my mom already owned a home, but my sister and I did not. And I live in Los Angeles, California, which is, is pretty, pretty expensive to get real estate here. And I just wasn't quite there yet where I could buy a piece of property, especially investment property and, and, and do it here. So I did it out of state and I was like, well, what Adrian do, <laughs> <laughs> what would Adrian do right during the pandemic? I got, I got my house. I got my first investment property because I had paid attention to the things that you were saying mm -hmm. when you were periscoping. And, and now you're, you have Adrian's Avenue on YouTube like, I just really believe in following people you respect um, on social media. I don't I don't follow a lot of, you know, people that do a lot of foolishness. I'm always looking for who's going to help me elevate, right? Who's going to help me get to my next level of optimal living, which is the, the goal of the GYSB Talks podcast is to help women, women in their 50s get to the next level of optimal living, whether you are single and I'm single and Adrian's not married. And right. so we as, as single women who are, you know, I'm in my 50s and Adrian, I don't know if you tell your age, but um, we're older. And, and as single women, we have to make sure that our money is okay because there, there, there isn't two incomes coming into our household. Right. It's us and we have to take care of us. It's just really important that, that we keep our, our money in order or try to get it in order and, and no excessive consumer spending. Can we just talk about that a little bit? Because I know that you also used to talk about operating from a budget and you were really good about that. Right, right. Yeah, a budget is the key to everything because I've seen folks um, that had loads and loads of debt on credit cards. Um, and basically some of them consolidated, some of them paid off the cards. And because they did not have a system in place, such as a budget, uh, such as an emergency fund or some type of savings that if something did happen that you could tap into, uh, they just got right back into debt. Oh, and it's man. really disheartening to see uh, someone you know, they may have gotten a windfall from somewhere or gotten income taxes and paid off 15000 or 10000 $6,000 worth of debt and saying that, you know, I'm not going to do this again. And next thing you know, a couple of months later, six months later, nine months later, they're back or even worse in a worse position than when they started. So it's, it's very disheartening. But uh, a budget is the key 
that, uh, and it doesn't have to be difficult. I'm, I'm meticulous. So I have a budget. You are. Yeah. And I can tell you what my electric bill was like five years ago, how much I spent the average. Oh, I have all my spreadsheets from probably about 10 years up until today's date. Um, just to see the transition because I've moved from one house to another house. Yes, you, know, you have. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so I want to see how that money is flowing. And plus the income that I have coming in now is different from the income I had coming in, you know, when I was at my job and that type of thing. So uh, some things make, make a difference. And uh, I just like to keep taps. I like to be in control of when it comes to that type of thing. And uh, that, that has helped me over the years uh, maintain control of my financial situation. How did you get like that? <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. I I I I like how, what were you like as a teenager? Yeah. You know, Carl, it's funny because um I went through like as a kid, I was always an entrepreneur. I sold uh watermelons, sold snow cones like during the summertime. Um and you know, my folks, they grew up well, they were born in in like the depression stage, so they didn't really get rid of a lot of stuff. And they were very uh, selective about what they bought. You know, my dad was, was kind of tight. Like most dads are just didn't spend money on stuff. Um, but I, I, um, so, you know, I did not necessarily get it from my parents. It's just something that uh, developed within me. I, I read a lot. I paid attention to a lot of folks and I can say that my, my father's boss, um, he used to be a, a man that installed like refrigerators to commercial um, restaurants and stuff like that. And his boss had a lake house. His boss had uh, like a Cadillac. Uh, <laughs> his boss had, um, he would invite us over for Christmas and they'd have this huge Christmas tree. And I saw all this stuff and I'm like, right. you know what? Once you see something, it's hard to unsee it. So mm -hmm. once I saw stuff like that, and it's like, oh, I knew how we were living where, you know, we weren't dirt poor. We never missed any meals. Electricity stayed on. It wasn't like that. But we didn't have those kind of luxuries like he had. Yeah. So I was exposed to it. And uh, I just started studying. And when I go to classes and courses, I'm, I'm the type that I'm going to make a decision and take advantage of it. You know, yeah. once I get the information, I'm going to execute. Yeah. So uh, because no one let's go to my investment property. No one in my family uh, was ever a landlord. Really? No, ma'am. I was the first one that, uh, you know, so and and when my mom saw how I could handle my money and stuff, she was very encouraging for me to do go out and do what I wanted to do because she knew that um, I had the money and she wasn't fearful that I'm going to make a bad decision or I'm going to get into something that I can't get out of and, and that type of thing. So. Uh, so yeah, I took a chance uh, based on faith and based on some of the training that I had, and decided to do the investment. And I've been I've been loving it and investing in properties ever since. Yeah, no, you're great. You're great. You're just so awesome. And I, like I said, I really respect the way that you do life. And you wrote these two books. It, it, I want to talk about them. Tell me, sure. tell me about your books and and why you decided to write them to share with the world. The uh, book situation um, was the first one, 21 Days of Abundance Affirmations. Um, I wrote that because I did see folks in the church that uh, were tithing, you know, uh, living by what they felt like was the right thing to do as far as living under God and that type of thing. But they were broke. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, the Bible doesn't say, you know, <laughs> it talks about abundance and it says I'm like, what's going on here? 
And, you know, <laughs> and I wasn't, I mean, and, and I tithe and I do the right thing and, and live as, as well as, uh, that as I can, I live according to God's rules and stuff. And so, and I wasn't broke, but, uh, so there was something that they were missing. And so yeah. I, I, I researched it and thought about it. And, uh, when it comes to the tithing and, and, uh, the one thing that I put my finger on is that, uh, they'll give the 10%. But then they ignore what they should be doing with the 90%. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, the 90% is just as important. So you are a steward over God's money. None of this stuff belongs to us. Okay? Mm, so you are a steward. So yes, you, you give the 10%, but then he's also interested in what you do with the 90%. Right. So if you're going out doing stuff with the 90% that you shouldn't be doing with the 90%, that's where we're being broke. Not because you're tithing, you're being broke because you're not handling the rest of his money the way that it should be handled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, and and there's decisions that we need to make with money. You know, you you pay for things that you need, and not necessarily things that you want all the time. But you, you know, going back to the budget again, you have to budget and do the right things with the with the money that you that he's given you because it all belongs to him. And once we understand that. We won't just start going off, uh, just spending on, yeah, I'm a red bottom shoes and these expensive purses and stuff. And it's nothing wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with red bottom shoes, but I'm just not, I'm just not uh, interested in that. If, if it's going to put me, if I'm going to buy something today and have to take three or four or five years to pay for it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, then, and pay double. Yeah. With interest. Costs. Yeah. Even if you get something on sale and you don't pay it off, it's like you're, you really don't get it on sale. Right. Right. You know? And so why are we making uh, the red bottom shoe man rich and we're, you know, striving to, to pay our bills and make ends meet and people talk about more month than money and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a better way. I just saw a better way. So I put the book together uh, because of that. And uh, it's got some things in it. It's, it's surprising because people get the book and they read it and they think it's all about just praying to God and, and you know, God is going to do this. No, it has some things that you have to do in the book, too. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, really, <laughs> stra- it's really a strategy. Yes, it is. It is. It's some things that you're supposed to do, things that you're responsible for. And I'll point those out uh, to you. It was funny because a lady told me, you know, she goes, this book is getting in my head. And uh-huh. uh and there's some things that I'm supposed to be doing. I said, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, it's accountability. And sometimes we don't read books like that because we don't want to be held accountable because we want to live life the way that we want to live life, regardless of what it really means for us. Like when people get a raise, they start yes. living according to the, the more money that they're getting in That's instead correct. of just kind of staying where you were for a minute, especially if you weren't struggling. Right. Staying where you were for a minute and utilizing that extra because no money's really extra but utilize utilizing that extra income to maybe diversify your portfolio or to get out of debt quicker like we go oh we got a raise we got more money well you also got a bigger ta- you're in a different tax bracket right <laughs> well and, and getting a raise you bring up an excellent point because people when they get a raise they think that you know if it's a 20 dollar raise 30 dollars whatever the raise is they think oh i have an extra this to go and just spend on no. things and it's not like that. I mean, if you if you get a raise, you need to kind of look at that raise as, okay, so what can I invest? 
Uh, is it something that I want to save up for? Do I want to put money toward uh, a house or another car? Yeah. What is it that I can do with this extra $20, $50, whatever it is, and make smart decisions like that, you know, and um, I, because, because that will benefit you more than just going out to eat one more time a week or two more times a week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I looked at my, um, you know, you can look at your statement. I don't keep like a big spreadsheet like you, but I do go back and I look at my spending. I ate on a lot of rooftops last year. <laughs> a lot of rooftops. And I'm not doing that this year. I'm, I'm I'm not doing that. I'm not saying that I'm never gonna go. Oh yeah. But I'm not gonna be going two and three times a week. Like what, what is what is the point of that? What is the point of that? Get your butt to the grocery store, get you some good recipes and make your food. And it tastes better at home anyway. And it's healthier for you because you know yes. what's in it. Yes. And let, let's talk about that. Like you've really prioritized your health for many years. And I also think that that just kind of goes with your discipline. Mm-hmm. So let, let's, let's talk about your health goals and how you've managed to really just look amazing for all these years. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been in the gym for years and years and years. And, um, because I like it, you know, it's not a chore for me to get up no. and go to the gym. It's something that I like to do. Now, I do like, I know you like running and doing the heels and stuff. I like lifting weights. I and like doing, doing pull-ups. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm still doing pull-ups. I'm still doing pull-ups and dips. And, and I will tell you, I will, uh, I, I am going to be 60 this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am going to record a, a video of me uh, doing probably 20 or 21 pull-ups. Oh my um, goodness. I can't so, even yeah. do two. So uh, no, I'm, I'm very, very proud of that. It, it's funny, uh, Carla, because the other day, this guy, uh, I was doing my pull-ups. Well, they have two pull-up machines. One's in the corner, which I prefer going to because it's kind of hidden. I can do my thing, you know, and go. Yeah, but you're not someone in there showing was, off. No, someone was on it, right? So I had to go to the other one that's in the middle of the gym. So I went there because I'm like, okay, he's taking way too long. He's playing with his phone and all that kind of stuff. So I went to the middle of the gym and I started doing my uh, pull-ups and, and I did, you know, my first set and it was, it was 20 of them. And so I see this guy like making a beeline to me and, you know, you can tell when people are approaching you, Sure. you know, and uh, I'm like, okay, I don't know what he wants or what he's coming over here for, but he, he comes directly to me and he starts just, you know, going off about, I, I was looking at you and, and, and you just kept going and kept going. He goes, how many of those things did you do? How do you do that? And he was just going on. And, and I mean, you know, and I'm sure I was like blushing because I don't like attention like that. No, you, know? you don't. But, um, but, you know, I talked to him and, and told him, I said, yeah, I, I did 20 and, you know, I've been doing them for a while and I'm going to continue to do them because I don't want to lose. I don't want to stop because if I stop, I might lose some ground. Oh, you the- will. Yeah. So it's, but I'm very, very proud that I can do uh, pull-ups because mo- um, pretty much women, their upper body strength is not that great. Yeah. Push-ups right? too for some people. Yeah. And so uh, the legs is, uh, is where we usually have our, our strength, but, um, but yeah, so I want to be able to um, to do what I, I want to do. And it feels great right after I do it. Um, I look forward to doing it. And once it's over, I'm glad it's over with. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's impressive. That's so impressive. And you've always been into health. 
Yeah, I've I've been, I've always been into health. Uh, I had a real good friend that uh, she passed away from breast cancer, and uh, we worked together uh, at the company. And I went to eat with her. We went to lunch like every day. And when she was going through her health challenge, um, you know, her eating changed. She started eating raw, and she started eating different things. So I got introduced to some restaurants um, because I was going with her. I would yeah. eat food, you know. Uh, that she uh, that she would eat and I would learn about cancer and sugar and all that kind of stuff. So I know the things. And to me, if you know better and don't do better, that is your own fault. Mm, say that you know? again. Mm. So I was like, I, I'm not going to be uh, caught guilty of knowing the right thing to do, because I'll say this about your health as well as your finances. Nobody cares about your health. Nobody cares about your finances. That part. Okay, so if you don't take an active uh, part in doing what you, even the doctors, you know, they see patients all the time. You know, they'll see you, and yeah, for the moment, they'll talk to you about it or whatever. But when it comes down to it, it's 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 on you. So you need to take care of your own body. And if it's getting uh, advice from somebody else or going to a whole food store and talking to somebody about a natural way of healing something or or something like that. It's it's on you to do that. Don't expect for anyone else. And even with the finances, nobody cares about your finances. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't care, now they, they want to borrow money and stuff. But if you don't care enough to take care of your finances, uh, that's on you. You know, yeah. and, and I've always been one. Time is the one thing we cannot get back. Woo. So if I can buy my time back through doing the right thing by my finances. And when I say time, like my parents are, are elderly now. Uh, my mom's 91, my dad's 92, and they're needing uh, me and my sister's help a lot more. And yeah. so I have the freedom since I've retired to go over to their house anytime I want to, mm -hmm. you know, if they need something, I can drop whatever I'm doing and make a beeline over there. It's not a problem. I don't have Still to worry important. about it. Yeah, I don't have to worry about reporting to a boss or asking off for this, asking off for that. No, none of that. And that and that had a big part to do with my decision to retire. I knew that they were getting older. And uh, because I had put myself in a position to make the call myself, no one was going to tell me when uh, to make that call. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Two, two things that, that you've mentioned here in this episode is really highlighting the importance of your circle of influence. Um, one where you saw your dad's boss and all of the beautiful things that he had that you thought to yourself, I'd like to have that one day. And that kind of informed the way that you decided to do life and to be more disciplined and to educate yourself and to really start to focus on your finances so that you can be, could be where you are right now. And then also like your health, taking control of your health. You were already there looking at your health and how you, things you put in your body and how you went to the gym. But then when your friend was sick, you were still open to going out to eat with her, maybe at restaurants that you weren't necessarily, uh, you know, privy to, but look what you've learned. Right. And I often tell people like kind of look around at, at who you're hanging out with, especially as it relates to health and the way that you're doing your finances, because that's going to kind of inform the way that you do life because it is influential, whether you think so or not, it is. You know, if you're with friends who are always buying Gucci bags and having, you know, all these fancy things that they can't really afford, you're right. going to want to keep up too. You're not going to be the one person. You're not going to want to be the one person in the group who doesn't have those things. 
whether it's that important to you or not, you're going to eventually try to keep up or you're going to eventually be influenced to do a thing. Same thing with, with food and health. And like, if you hang out with people who are always eating at golden corral or always eating, you know, at the cheesecake factory, like that's the stuff you're going to start eating too. Right. Because that's just the way that it is. And so it's just important that we have people in our lives who are where we want to be um, or have gone through things that we've gone through and are now doing something different. And it's great. And we want to aspire to do that. It's really important. So I, I love that you said those two things. The last question I have for you, and then you can tell us about how people can stay connected to you and what services you provide is what are you doing with your time now that you've been retired? So with my time now that I've been retired, uh, like I said, I am caring for my parents as as they need for me to care for them. But uh, another thing, uh, I am a realtor and I've been a part time realtor for ever since I had a, a full time job because I was big on the, the side hustles, if you want to call it a side hustle. But uh, I am now in full time real estate, so I am able to um, help folks with with buying houses, selling houses, land, and that type of thing. And because I'm moving in that direction, people are showing up that are needing to buy houses and sell houses. Yeah. So uh, that's that's working in my favor. Also, um, I'm real big into my YouTube channel. That's one thing that I've been working on, wanted to do. And so I'm getting real handy at the cameras and the things that you, just to just to produce, you know it's how great. It you know it looks really good, and you've got great tips on there. What is it called again? Adrian's, Adrian's Avenue. Avenue, right? Adrian's Avenue. Now that is a part of my. Eventually, it's going to tell my full story, but right now, I'm focused on the leadership skills that I learned while I was in corporate America. Okay. Um, any job, I don't care who, what job you have, uh, there's something to learn. Yeah. And there's something to gain. So don't miss that. Don't just think it's a paycheck and that's it. If you do, you're missing a big part of why you have a job. You, you can yeah. learn discipline. You can learn, you know, dependability. You can learn responsibility. There's so a technique. Uh, you can, there's so much that you can learn, a trade, all these things. And let's not miss it because I'm never down on anyone uh, for working a nine to five. I mean, I worked one for over 30 years. I'm glad I had that experience. And now that I'm free, I can do what I want to do. So I'm I'm doing the real estate thing now and the and the YouTube um, and pretty much caring for my folks. And that's that's pretty much what my uh, uh, life is made of, of of right now. Of course, I'm loving my my house and doing stuff in the yard. So it's just the freedom, you know. Yeah. What what what? Tell tell everybody about your home that you got your dream home. Yeah. I'm I'm living in my dream home. I uh, we uh, my, me and my sister we live together, and so it's uh, I'm in a unique situation because um, most single people have to foot the whole bill to wherever they're living. Yeah. Uh, in my case, she pays ha her half, I pay my half, but it's uh, it's a it's it's a piece of property. It's uh, about an acre and a third that we had bought together uh, some years ago. And we knew that eventually we wanted to live in this neighborhood. Um, and so um, God blessed us and we were able to build this house uh, three years ago now that mm -hmm. we've been in it. And we have, she has her side. There's two master bedrooms because, because no one wanted to give up a master bedroom. Of course. 
Yeah, she designed hers. I designed mine. It was, uh, we designed the whole house. We yeah. had the house design and we got a custom builder to come and build the house. And I oversaw, I was taking pictures and overseeing and asking questions. And the one thing I told him to do is uh, I want to learn. And so basically I'm paying you not to build my, not only to build my house, but to, if I have questions to answer my questions. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to make mm -hmm. sure he understood that because I was going to ask questions. <laughs> right. And you wanted a thorough answer. Oh not yeah, just, I wanted a thorough exactly. Not you just know. okay, go go back over there. Here, this no, is what I'm doing. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, for the money I paid, I want a thorough answer. And yeah. uh and and the way things this this neighborhood is really a, a beautiful neighborhood. It's not a gated neighborhood, but it does um it's a kind of a hidden gem. Not a lot a lot of people know about our neighborhood. Okay. Uh, it does have a private airport um in our neighborhood. Now we're not on the landing uh strip. The other the houses on the other side are, but uh, it's a beautiful neighborhood at night when you drive through because all the houses are lit up mm. and it's it's nice in the in the daytime too. But this is what I wanted, and um, even though I retired, you know, I had to calculate okay because this house is not paid for. I had to calculate, um, you know, paying for this house on my retirement. Now the company that I retired for, you know, in all transparency. Uh, did give a pension plan. Oh, right? how wonderful. Oh, yeah. So I was grateful for that. Oh, yeah, this was all calculated. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like I'm out here with, like, no money coming because I, I can't pull from my uh, Social Security yet or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, but, you know, you do the right thing while you're at work, and then you can make decisions for yourself uh, so with the income of the rental properties and, uh, you know, what I work for as far as in real estate and then my pension, I'm, I'm fine, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> ah, and that's why you're on the GYSB Talks podcast. So we can learn from the guru. <laughs> um, tell everybody what, um, what specific services you provide and if you have anything coming up. Okay, sure. I do have, uh, I am involved with two other ladies. We do have a financial mastery intensive coming up and it's, it's going to be, it's a seven part series of classes that will be every Monday night starting uh, January the 31st through March 14th. Okay. And uh, that actually, I don't have the link for that. But uh, that if you want to know more about it, you can email me and my email address uh, is a e a r l s one zero at gmail.com. So we do have that coming up. Also, I wanted to talk about my two books are available on Amazon. You can get either one of them or both of them on Amazon. Uh, both of them will bless you. They will help you. They will totally change your life. Yes, they will. Um, yeah, they will change your life in a, in a good way. And once you start noticing or, uh, you know, realizing how to, what abundance is out there and how to recognize it and how to draw it to you. It changes your life. So I have that available also on, um, um, on, online. You can go online on Amazon and purchase both of those or either one of them. And the last thing that I have is if you go on my, or when you go on my Adrian's Avenue YouTube channel, I do have a, a free tip sheet. It's 10 tips on connecting with your team because what I found in leaving the company that, um, that I retired from the newer, uh, supervisors and managers, they do the technical stuff very, very well. You know, 
but they don't connect with their teams very mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. So they're missing out on a huge advantage because if you can connect with your team, your team will do, they will walk on water for you. They will. They will. They really will. And so they're missing out on that. And so I uh, put together with all my YouTube you know, uh, videos that's on there, I've put together a uh, tip sheet and you just go on Two, my last two videos has the link on there, but I, I upload a video every Tuesday. So if you go on there, it's going to be down in the description and you can just hit the link there and it'll be sent over to you. But it's 10 tips on connecting uh, with your team. And they're great gems that, I, that I've that i used through my 30 years uh, of working uh, with that company. Awesome. Well, thank you. This is awesome. This is exactly what I knew it would be amazing and and full of great tips. You guys, if you are interested in getting to financial freedom, if you are interested in real estate, if you are interested in evolving as a leader, Adrian is your girl. So make sure that you visit uh, Adrian's Avenue on YouTube and I will put all the links that she provides in the show notes so that you guys can easily click through and get to where you need to go to get to Adrian. But Adrian, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time. You are so welcome. I'm just so excited to uh, be here. And you know, you can always count on me. <laughs> I, I can. I really, uh, you know, I know I can always count on you. <laughs> <laughs> I know one thing Adrian definitely has my back when I'm in a crunch too, boy, I tell you. I appreciate you so much, my sister. And if you guys are interested in connecting with GYSB, you can follow me or connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok. And I am GYSB Movement on all of those social media platforms. If you'd like to email me, I am GYSB Movement at gmail.com. And I would love to, you know, hear from you, hear what you think about the podcast, hear what you want to hear on the podcast. This is the number one podcast for women over 50. I'm glad you're here and I'm looking forward to staying connected um, as we move through 2023 and onward. So thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.